a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. Have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So, please keep in mind, yeah, oh, yeah. you're right, Okay. Uh, that we're not doctors, never claim to be. No way. No. Nope. Just a couple of dumbbells, love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. Let's welcome our guest as we are guests in her weight room. We got a lot of guest layers happening. A lot of guest layers, and we're legit in her weight room. And we're legit in her weight room. And it's legit the dopest weight room, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never been so jealous of it. Yeah, we, we made the joke earlier that if um, if some like production designer designed this for a movie as like the... Train ultimate yeah. wish fulfillment gym speed. Be like, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Yeah, and it's real. And it's like modern. If if it, if it was an eighties movie, like you you said it was right earlier, he said this would be like an eighties movie. There would like Nautilus. Yeah, a bunch of Nautilus stuff. Uh, everything in here would be like like look like ship wheels and shit. <laughs> Ship wheels? Yeah, yeah. And then there'd be like a glass what table. Are, oh, like this? what they steer them with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like that. Like a ship wheel would be on the wall. Okay. And then oh, there'd be a yeah, glass yeah, table yeah. with cocaine on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probs. Yeah, totally. That's exactly what everybody's yeah. thinking. Anyways, let's welcome our guest to her weight room. Or let's, let's, You're right. Let's welcome ourselves to her weight room, but let's welcome our guest to the podcast, Kedra Smith. Oh, that's so exciting. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, what'd you think of the podcast so far? <laughs> on a really scale of one good. to ten, four? <laughs> on, on a scale and a half. Of, of, four and a half. One to two. <laughs> are we on the way up? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm excited. That was a big buildup. Thanks, guys. No, it's the it's the best. Is there any part of you I'm that... I'm literally still looking around as we're Yeah, talking. it's going to be distracting. It's yeah. Over. Is there any part of you that's uh, bummed that you didn't you don't live in the 80s and... Uh, so you couldn't I have know that. that glass table was the really. Glass <laughs> table with the I mean, yay I can on still there? make changes to this yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got somebody coming through with some yay. Yeah. So we'll be Roids great. and yay. Roids and yay. <laughs> Breakfast of champions. Yeah. Um, so this studio is relatively fresh. Yes. How long have I been here? Maybe a year? Maybe a year. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can find it on the interweb um, if you go to Forge. Um, studio LA.com? Yes. Forge studio LA.com. Yes. Yes. Um, which is amazing. So you can look at where we're sitting and hanging out, and it's cool. Yay. Um, you get your little minds blown. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you've probably seen her, I mean, whooping ass on a number of things, but um, if you want to see, when when you guys um, look at uh, Cool Up, well, yeah. socks mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, and you're like, why is she whooping ass so much? I'm the one she's, she's beating down. Yeah. 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 Kendra's the one who's training her and beating the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Getting cool out to do some jump kicks. Jump kicks, yeah. spins, spinning fists, spinning, spinning elbows. elbows. Yeah. She's ferocious, you guys. She's ferocious <laughs> and likes to limberly move forward. Yeah. That's like been in her always. Yeah. I mean, you can feel that that, yeah. You feel yeah. like Michelangelo just exposing the David? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect way to describe it. Yeah. Right. He didn't make the David. He just chipped the rock away That's and showed happening. us all the David. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. her. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. The David pretty... was always in that fucking rock. <laughs> yeah. That was a great analogy, yeah, it was dude. was fine. That was great. 
I'm fun. trying to bring a little uh, music to people's ears. You know what I mean? Yeah, art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, beautiful. Okay, so so people could check out the website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but but and then if they're in LA, they could you know come pet- by. Potentially, yeah, make an appointment and yes. you know, train. Yeah, come visit. Yes. So, um, what do you do online coaching yet? No. Are you open to that? I am. Yeah. yeah. Something to forge about. on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. Forge on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> you have the facility to. <laughs> yeah. 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 To do it. Yeah. Obviously, can't do the mitt work, but everything else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All yeah. the in between stuff. Yeah. Well, if you had people that were working out with partners, yeah. then you could kind of coach them on. Or bag combinations to give people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I guess. I don't know. Um, but what's great to have. Having you as um, a guest is, um, you know, a lot of time we get a lot of emails and stuff about personal training and how to start and where to start and what they should expect of a personal trainer um, and a trainer in general. And like because people have nerves, especially what what's amazing is that you train a lot of people in the industry and a lot of people that are comedy first. And like, thank goodness in the last few years. Being a comedian doesn't mean that you're the chubby person that's out of shape. Now it's okay to be in shape and taking care of yourself, but also still funny. And so, you know, there's there's this kind of uh, awareness and hope that you know people are out there going like, well, I want to, I want to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple different things I was thinking about when you said that. Um, so. Yeah, specifically in the comedy world, there's like the the types and people are concerned about yeah. that type. But I would say even beyond that, there used to be a a stigma around self-care to where it wasn't cool or interesting uh, or, you know, if you're like a real self-aware person to like want to be, oh, I want to take care of myself and eat right. You know, like mm-hmm. that was kind of like looked down yes. upon in a weird way. Sure. And then I think people now even... Uh, didn't want to, didn't want to commit to being, or didn't feel like they were jocks or athletes, and sure. so they would just steer clear of it. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. think in recent times, it's shifted a little bit, and that's great. Yeah. But you've probably, I mean, you're right on the forefront of all that. Sure. You know, especially working with comedy people would be the most extreme example of that. For sure. And I mean, I love comedy people. There's an open mindedness. There's a playfulness. There's no ego. Like we just we just have fun. Yeah. Um, But I think also like I was that person, especially coming from New York. Like I when I especially when I first got here, I resisted like L.A. and everything it stood for and healthy and like that I I was above. I don't know. I had a a real attitude about it. And I love that it's shifting. And I and I feel like that's kind of one of my approaches to training is that like everyone is an athlete and of course they'll be like, no, I'm not. That's I'm terrible, and I can't. I'm uncoordinated. I mean, they'll have all the different things. Yeah. And, I, and I'm trying to like tra- retrain that mind and that thinking to go. No, you are too. You're an athlete. Like, let's find what skills you're really awesome at because I know they're in there and they're going to be unique to you. But like, let's let's find those skills. You're it an is athlete. really you're cool. It, it's cool to like look at your Instagram and look at all of the people that you train their Instagrams because I seem like I follow all of them, <laughs> and it's just neat because you're watching people look and be and own their athleticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're just like, whoa, you know, and you're pleasantly surprised to see them in that element and feel comfortable and confident in that element. So it's just, it's awesome to see. Yeah. Yeah. I think putting that motor behind it to where they're learning a skill, 100%. Um, 
changes it because it makes it more of an esteemable act. We talk about mm-hmm. those a lot on the podcast yeah. where it's, you know, you can get kind of mired in the, uh, I just want to lose a few pounds. And then you do, and that doesn't necessarily feel that great. No. You keep looking for something else versus, wow, I've really learned how to box and kick. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I happen to lose a few pounds, which is great. It's like a side note. Yeah. It's yeah. like a great bone. And because for me, I started with the kickboxing and, and, and it was 100% a skill thing. If I had walked in the gym and been like, ooh, I want to lose weight or work this single muscle to be extra hot, um, I would have left after a day. But what, what was the muscle? The neck? Yeah, just, you were like, just, I want my I neck wanted to be bulging. So I wanted there to be bulging. no Look neck. Look how fucking hot head, that neck wow. is. Head to it's shoulders. just a triangle. Nothing straight in between. To the top. Unbelievable. Mission accomplished. <laughs> oh, wow. She really worked on that. Yeah. <laughs> I was proud of it, but... What a story. Yeah. No, I... I uh, it, when I started the kickboxing, then I kind of went, okay, I'm going to... Maybe I want to be able to last longer, so I'm going to go start running, and I yeah. want to be able to hit harder, so I'm going to maybe... Like, that's what then led to everything else. Right. But it started with watching myself get better and better and better at a it skill. Was sports, I think it's the only... Sports-specific. 100%. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's why I feel like the movement that I do with people too they might not consider themselves an athlete I will tell them otherwise and then we'll move in a way that feels athletic that feels empowering that feels you know again not one muscle at a time but things that they're going oh my yeah I I feel great I don't feel lame I don't feel you know I feel great so that's the goal awesome wait so um let's give people your and us because we don't know this like What's your background? Where did you grow up? What, you know, were you athletic as a child? All that kind of stuff. I grew up in Colorado. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I played soccer. I wasn't great at it. Uh-huh. Uh, I danced. I was a cheerleader. Okay. I usually keep that a secret, but now that we have watched the Netflix, yeah. yes, uh-huh. now we can see how out. athletic it is. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yes. I mean, it's eye-opening and also amazing that that's out. I mean, because yeah. like, if you think about it, if anybody thought about any of these, like high school, college, anything, you're just like, whoa, this takes a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we didn't have any guys. So I'm six feet tall. Uh-huh. They're, they're listening. They can't see me. I'm six feet. Um, so I was the base. So when I'm watching it, I'm like, whoa. oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I was never going to be the flyer. I was the one being underneath oh, the person flying. A lot of pressure. Just, That's yes, a lot. Catching of... them and feet and face and yeah. I, yeah, feet and face. Yeah, it's brutal down the, there. That brutal. was almost the name of the studio, Feet and Face Studio, right? <laughs> Last second I changed it. Last second. Oh, do you train over at Feet and Face? <laughs> yeah. They yeah. teach I mean, you how to get your feet to people's face. It's yeah, not it's, a, it's a terrible kick, yeah. it's a kickback. I mean that's studio. my goal oh, daily. Yeah. I so guess that's true. It works. Feet to face would I'm still changing it. Forges <laughs> out. Yeah, being the base and cheerleading, there's a lot of res- flyer, it's a lot of trust. Sure. But the base yeah. is like that's a lot of fucking responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you drop somebody and it's uh mm-hmm. whoopsie. Yeah. And, you know, not a lot of glory either. Not, no, no, <laughs> no glory. No yeah. glory. <laughs> Just down there. Yeah. Because yeah, when you throw it. somebody up, everybody's looking up. Mm-hmm. Nobody's mm-hmm. looking at the base of going like still down there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I, Except I former base people. I yeah. am yeah. waiting. Um but then I uh so yeah, that as far as athletics. Um, Do you have siblings? I have three siblings. Uh, I'm the baby, two sisters and a brother. All athletic-ish? Not really. Mm, yes. My brother was pretty athletic. My sister, my oldest sister, was like the athlete. She went to okay. college for soccer. She was she was always the athletic one. Got it. Everybody tall in the family? Yeah, we're all pretty big. Mom yeah. and dad tall? My mom's like 5'7", which I think is not tall, but I guess... It, that, it is. That I mean, that's tall? humongous in my family. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, she's four or five <laughs> inches taller than you do. Yeah, <laughs> by far. I will say, I think I've said this on the podcast already. Uh, my son had his um, three-year 
doctor's appointment, and um, I didn't get to go, but my wife was like, yeah, they told him he could be, um, he might be like 5'9", or something, and she just kind of threw it away, and I went, what? <laughs> he started crying. 5'9"? <laughs> that is humongous <laughs> in my family. I was freaking out for easily a half hour. Sure, that's exciting. I was like, what? "That's a monster!" How we we got to change the doors. We got to open the doors up. Right now, we live in like the Shire. No, but it was amazing. But yeah, so everybody was tall in your yeah. family. Yeah. Old man's tall. Yeah, he's like, well, he's like six two. Brother yeah. six four. I have a sister who's six one. No basketball. Right. No, you guys weren't a bunch I of know. basketball freaks. Think. Everybody Colorado, asked that, I'm sure. But it was Colorado, yeah. right? My brother played. One of my sisters played. I never. And like basketball and volleyball are the things that are most expected of oh, me. Oh yeah, sure. Whew. Volleyball. And I'm terrible. Like I've had to do basketball photo shoots where I've gone like, no, I'm really bad. I know you <laughs> think that I should. Sure. It's gonna. We're gonna have to stage everything. I'm <laughs> terrible. And in volleyball, I've gotten in a lot of trouble because I'll be at a barbecue or something. And I remember a game. It was like Harvard versus. I don't know. We were over on the East Coast, and it was all these uh, Harvard baseball players. And they had to pick girls on the team. You know, that was the rule. Is it like you have to pick a couple girls on each team? And of course, I was the first pick and was like, don't, don't. Like, don't. You, you, right. you don't know what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah. It's going to go bad. I'm terrible at sure, volleyball. Sure, I have I a volleyball shirt on and knee pads on already, <laughs> but do not believe me. They were real excited. And I overcompensate by taking like big spills that are not necessary. Yeah. I just like popped it up. Yeah. But like, I make a big thing of hey. it to try to hide how yeah. bad I am. Take the bumps. Yeah, those two. I'm not good at. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Vo- so have you guys tried to play beach volleyball? Yeah. It's fucking incredibly hard. It's, yeah. And and to think that when you watch people play, you're like, wait, there's only two of you on each side. Yeah. And I'm how like, you I don't know how someone? they cover the court. No. Like it's impossible mm-hmm. to run. I feel like I'm getting nowhere. Like I don't even have a chance of getting to no that way. ball. Mm-mm. No way. I'm just eating sand a lot. Yeah. Yeah. For no reason. A lot reason. of thick calves. <laughs> I see pictures of. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio playing beach volleyball a lot. Really? really? Yeah. <laughs> there was like every party he's ever gone to, he plays beach volleyball. I don't know about <laughs> every party. Every be- ever everyone. No, 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 no. Everyone that has a, a setup oh, for got it. it. He's yeah, getting yeah. in and playing. <laughs> Those are the only parties that he RSVPs to. I guess so, man. You got it. If you want to get old DeCap, hey, at the get, at the party, you want Leo at I your party, learn. man. You got to set up the sand, baby. Set up the sand, baby. <laughs> Uh, so you're in Colorado. Uh, mm-hmm. You're picking your sports. You're enjoying uh-huh. cheer. Wait, mm-hmm. are your folks athletic people? Are they like working? Out, like, are you watching by example, like them doing anything or not really? Not really. My yeah. mom was a dancer. Dad played some basketball, but not when I was growing up. Not. Yeah. yeah I didn't see much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about uh, nutrition wise as a kid? Oh, garbage. 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 Yeah. So they didn't have a healthy household. No. <laughs> Give us some examples. What are you, what's an average? Uh... I mean, it was. Well, you're also the youngest, right? So. Didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't care. It was just all no. bets were off. Yeah. No, have I as mean, many my... gushers as you want. Yeah. yeah. They, they tried. But yeah, it was. My mom would cook once in a while. But even then, it was like these. Which were delicious, sure. but these um, like ketchup tacos. Have you guys ever done this? No, no, but it's I, not I, sounding I, promising. <laughs> I, I'm very excited to hear what this means because that sounds like a cover. Yeah. They're great. Uh, yeah, these are uh, ketchup tacos. <laughs> yeah. We would never tell the ingredient because you know it'd make people uncomfortable. But mostly ketchup, um, sure, with some ground beef. 
uh, some Worcestershire. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. Worcestershire, sure, sure, sure. That, that yeah. thing. Sure, sure, um, sure. And that's it. You just put those two together. Oh, and that created like the kind, and it was ground beef. Yeah. And that and it was, was kind like, of orange. It would come out a little yeah. orange. Sure. Yeah. Delicious. I know what you mean. Yeah. Still make them for myself yeah. once in a while as like a gummy. Ketchup tacos? Yeah. Yeah. I think That's we right. got to rebrand. Any cheese on there or anything? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's some cheese, cheese, some lettuce. Oh, okay. So it's still tacoed. Yes. That's just the ketchup taco is the base of, instead of like, yeah. We're, now talk to me about uh, the tortilla. Are we doing uh, crunchy shells pre-made? Right. We doing frying we doing hard? She would fry them. We're she frying would... the corn tortillas. Yes. Ooh la la. Oh, yeah. wow. Fancy. Putting the time in. Yes. Ooh la la. Okay. Now is she frying them already bent or is she frying them flat and then you... Flying, b- frying them flat. And then you bend them around the... Uh... They never got, they were just like an oily yeah. thing. They never got to a hard Too crispy. Shell. No. No. And I remember, like, we in high school, too, we kind of, like, one of the, you know, we were given, like, $2 or whatever for lunch, which was not good. Sure. Um, so you have, like, Taco Bell, or there was this place, Blackjack Pizza, um, where you could get a bag of breadsticks for a dollar. A, and a bag? Soda. Yeah. <laughs> of breadsticks. And so just to eat. <laughs> nice. I'd put salt in it, I'd shake it up, um, and then dip it in marinara and ranch. Sure. And a soda. What a combo. Yeah. yeah. So uh, talk about delicious. a healthy high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those items. Yeah. That I can afford. Yeah. So that's you how you make sure eating. you buy your bag of bread today. Yes. I don't want you going hungry. So good. <laughs> yeah. So good. Is Healthy, it still there? So is Blackjack still there? I wonder. I don't know. Where in Colorado is this? Arvada. It's okay. kind of between Denver and Boulder. Okay. Yeah. And um, are you, uh, at, uh, if you, even if you're not playing sports really too much, oh, you were cheerleading, uh, you were cheering. Uh, Hiking you, and skiing and that you kind of thing. Athletic, yeah. yeah, and like the outdoorsy Colorado-y things, or not really. Not much. And I was really into dance and theater and singing and that kind of stuff. So I was a bit of a theater nerd. Got it. Yeah. 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 So you're in <laughs> the arts. I, sick. What a nerd. Yeah. I know. Nerd. What a I total know. nerd. Just like all of us still singing. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't sing. That's what makes me cool. Uh, that's what makes you different. <laughs> I bet you can. That's so... I cannot. He cannot. Yeah. <laughs> not, no. Nope. We've not even it. with Eugene trying to like, well, I can help you harmonize. Never. Can't even find my frequency at all. Yeah. And then when he adjusts, like, I'll adjust to get out of it's it. It's weird. Even like, if we, if we if you even mention it while he's talking, he'll start talking off key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like a what... Exactly what not to do. <laughs> so I guess I have that. Yeah, you know? he's got that. that there's some... Him. Yeah, there's some merit to that. Yeah. We'll give him a little bit of that. Um, but So, big theater, mm-hmm. dance theater, mm-hmm. high, through high school. Mm-hmm. Doing the shows? Doing, doing the, the musicals? Shows. Oh, yes. Now, did you find your way into the gym at all in high school, or was that not even a thought? Not even a thought. Okay, wow. interesting. Yeah, not at all. But you were athletic? Athletic? Yes. I guess because. What do you want? What do you want to know here? I just want to know if you were athletic kid <laughs> we because had you messed it thirty times. You she said she was a little bit <laughs> okay. I don't know. I guess Look. since she's a trainer, like, and I'd watch these videos, and I know that you're a kickboxer. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that there was a path of long. I'll kickboxing. I'll explain. No. Kendra is. If you haven't seen her, check out her Instagram. She's extremely fit. And uh, and coordinated and impressive, right. so it is hard to believe that you weren't later. Yeah, just right. to- just doing this from like when you were born. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know you'd for the most part you would figure that somebody. Yes. Like, oh yeah, I've been playing sports since I was two. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, jumped right into the ring. I mean, my dad had no. like a like my a kickboxing dad- dojo yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, oh okay. Yeah. My so dad is a uh, Muay Thai champ. 
right. Yeah. His last name is uh, Fartex. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no. I, and I, even it's soccer. Like I didn't love soccer, and I didn't really excel. I I didn't love running. Now, yeah. I, of course I do, but I didn't at the time. I hated it, and I was center midfield, so it was just like you get on that forward because you're huge and she's small and right. like don't let her do things. That and was take that goal. volleyball shirt off because <laughs> people are getting the wrong impression. Yeah. And wear shin guards, not knee pads. Yeah. <laughs> what about, uh, did you enjoy kicking in soccer? Yes. Did that, like, and that, did that spark yes. anything for you? And did you realize that later you'd be really good at kicking? I didn't know where it really, and kicking and dance. But yeah, I didn't, I wasn't oh, yeah. like, one day I shall <laughs> use this against a head. Like, yeah. I didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. You were doing barrel turns and you were like, oh, my hips <laughs> yeah. really move well like, in this If I actually had something turn. to impact, yeah. that'd be amazing. Mm. Instead of doing this other Oklahoma dance. Yeah. Oh, mm. man, Wait, yes. what were the shows you did in high school? Grease. Perfect. Oh, great. Oh, yes. I got to be Sandy, you guys. Oh, there she is. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Sandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did they Stranded add... Stranded at the drive? Did they add the um, uh, Hopelessly Devoted to you? Did, Cause yes. Because that's the movie, yes. but not it's in the, the movie, play. Not in the play, but then they started adding it to the play. It's because a good song. I, I was annoying, and I begged for it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you 100%. Can ask for it. I was like, like, I'll deal that spot. Yeah. We I, need that gem. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch. Oh, Lost in Yonkers. We would do a play and then a musical. Right. Yeah. Fall, play, spring musical. Mm-hmm. Heard mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> Lived it. Hi. <laughs> 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 um, so then did you uh, go to college for theater and I did. stuff? Okay. I did. I went to NYU. I went to Tisch. Okay, so you moved to New York. I did at 18. Here we go. Yeah. Living the dream. Yeah. How Did, did you enjoy that? Oh my gosh! Yes, and I, and I, th- there were a lot of rules uh, growing up, so I think to be released onto the city at eighteen was really exciting. Oh, that's I don't know if yeah, I handled like, it well, but sure, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Old man six two and old mama five seven were tough on you guys. <laughs> tough. Yeah. A lot of rules. A lot of rules. A lot of rules. Yeah. 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 A little reckless with nutrition, but strict sure. with like yeah. uh, you, you curfews can down and ketchup, stuff. Sure. <laughs> by the fourth kid, then they they've already set up the world. Yes. And you just had to live in the world. But I would say, because my brother was kind of a nightmare, so I feel like then uh, they pulled it, uh, it kind of went the opposite. It for yeah. everybody. Then it was like, wait, we don't want you to go down that path, so sure. we're going to tighten up now. We got to tighten up. Oh, yeah. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, bro. He made things hard for us. How um, dare you? Uh, so, then, so then off to New York, mm-hmm. living your life. Yeah. Set free. Yes. A lot of um, Lower East Side turtlenecks and uh, cigarettes. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brooding. Yeah. Brooded through four years. Berets. Yeah. Beret? Any no. berets? Turn- turtlenecks mm, and berets. No, not no the berets. berets. That's no. tough. I can't wear that well. A I also lot. have a huge head, so <laughs> I really do. So do I. <laughs> I can't. Not me. I, I get like the hat like thing on every once in a while in costume, and they always say like, "Are you sure that that's what it is?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I, yes. it is." It happens to me with wigs a lot. They're like, "There's, there can't be." And then, <laughs> and all of my wigs, you'll see it, when I'm ever doubling someone, there's like a lift off of like two inches because my Amazing. fat head cannot, it can't get down on it. Uh, so I have like, yeah, it starts to creep cap. up yes. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not her. They're missing the yeah, scalp. I'm six four. Um, wait. So then. Um, through college, because I went to Marymount Manhattan College again, mm. turtlenecks, cigarettes, mm-hmm. all through it. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I. I mean, I guess I joined because like there was like a. Uh, I don't know if NYU had this, but like you can get a student uh, account at New York Sports Club. Mm. There was like um like that gym that was yeah. um, everywhere. 
So then you get like, a, it was like 50% off yeah. um, during the school year. So I remember belonging to a gym and going with a couple of buddies because they were big like, oh, well, you know, if you're in theater, you have to take care of yourself. But meanwhile, we'd smoke cigarettes after yeah. you leave yeah. the gym. I think our attitude was like, again, there was a judgment over taking care of yourself. Right. You're yeah. not a real artist if sure. you're like, you got to be chain smoking. And yeah, you got to be hurting. Pounding booze. You got to be hurting <laughs> in, on the inside and yeah. outside. Yeah. Then you can really yeah. find the, um, yes, yes. Uh, so no gym time. No gym time at all. And Whoops. nutrition continued to be a, Terrible. a dumpster New York. fire. Yeah, yeah. again, fire. Yes. <laughs> you know, we were all on a budget. Pizza sure. Mercado, same thing. It was like a dollar fifty for two slices and yes. a soda. So, yeah. Did you miss that bag of bread that you <laughs> blackjacks? Talking about it today, desperately. Sure, I'm I got to tell you, craving it. I feel so am I. Now mm-hmm. that you're saying it, just like. Putting salt in a bag, <laughs> shaking up a bag, yes. and then having marinara and ranch as your <sighs> options to dream. As soon as you guys enjoyable. head out today, I'm gonna hunt that down. Also, I'm gonna have myself a ketchup taco. I'm not <laughs> gonna you lie, have you. yourself a ketchup taco. I'm you gotta get the exact recipe. I know. I wonder what the um, what's the what's the um, ketchup to? So much ketchup and a little bit of just a dash. It would have to be to dominate the name of the thing. Because <laughs> yeah, I think there's a better way you yeah. can name this, but yeah. it, it must be so much ketchup. It's not that. a beef taco. It's <laughs> a ketchup taco. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Barely it. enough beef. Plenty of ketchup. Carne tomato. <laughs> there's something you could do. I, I, we can figure this out. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. figure They're this delicious, out. They're delicious. I swear. I believe you. I trust you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, New York, especially you can you can. Somebody's a workout freak and they've got a food recommendation. I trust them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ketchup <laughs> taco. Yeah. <laughs> so Still go to this there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, it is. It does dominate the headspace sometimes. Sure. Food and everything. So mm-hmm. I trust people that. Uh, but that New York college food. New York feels like it could be a college food town. I mean, it's just like. You can have $2 and buy street meat, or you could buy mm-hmm. a, a hot dog. Also, it's the Big Apple. People give apple. apple to their teachers. Pe- yep, yep. People give apples. Just right. give them out on the yeah. street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're allowed to eat them. Right. <laughs> um, and there's like a, a serpent there, and he's like, if you eat this, then you'll, you'll know about real life. And you're like, get out of here, devil. And then you still eat it. Right. You know. It's my entire you, experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You called the snake the devil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of here, devil. Yeah, get out of here, devil. (laughs) I'm talking Adam and Eve stuff. I get it. I get it. Uh, Get out of here, devil. Yeah. Uh, I call everybody the devil that's trying to sell me anything. Uh, I don't buy that Eve, you know. uh, They'd make an Eve look bad in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane, Shane, just part of my rib. Yeah. Also, Adam, you know, he's got to take some culpability and eat that fucking apple. Is it honey crisp? Come Come on, on, God. You're You're just, you're naming them just... Off the first letter of the alphabet, like, yeah. think about it. Right, you're fucking Zeus, dude. <laughs> Are you a theology major? Yeah, you're fucking Zeus, dude. <laughs> okay, first off, way, God, way up, way up, <laughs> fucking you're Zeus, number one. With. Yeah, two, you're starting with you made the alphabet. Come on, bro. Go for Z, man. Show us your godly powers. <laughs> Or go right in the middle. Yeah, go in the middle. Fucking Jesus. Yeah. See? Jesus is right there in the middle. Yeah, dude. Hey, gang. Huge of the dumbbells here. Listen, I get it. You made some resolutions this year. Even though we said, hey, don't do that. Like, focus on uh, healthy living or focus on, you know, changing something in your life that you can do long term. But... 
I get it. And some of those things you might have given up on and or just didn't seem sustainable. Well, here's one thing that you should focus on and try to keep as sustainable as possible, and that is your health, obviously, and taking the right vitamins and supplements to get the peak physical condition you can get in or just to manage stress, but you need maybe some things that you're not getting from food. Now, how do you figure that out? Well, lucky for you, there's Care-of. Care-of is a wellness brand that makes it easy for you to maintain your health goals and customize um, your own vitamin packs and plans to make you feel better today and support you long-term. So Care-of is an awesome, awesome um, way to do that because I get it. Going into a vitamin aisle can be confusing. You know, it's hard to know what you need or what to start with and, you know, if you're on any specific um, diet or something and, and you don't know what to pick and you feel weird just kind of walking through there. So check this out. You take a short quiz. It's online at takecareof.com. You take their short quiz. You answer stuff about your diet, your health goals. Um, you know, you answer things of like, um, you know, how much sleep do you get? How often do you work out? Do you follow any specific diets? And once you start answering all those things, they will give you some recommendations to help you with your lifestyle. Just for you, a list of vitamins and supplements that are specifically for your health needs and goals. They have yummy protein powders made of real ingredients that you recognize. It's, it's uh, focused on quality, science, and research that goes into each and every single one of their products that they recommend. It, they recommend. Plus, they have eco-friendly individual packs. Yeah. So if you have a lifetime on the go, well, not a lifetime or a lifestyle on the go, if you're on the lifetime of a go, then you maybe you're running from something. But if you just kind of have a busy life, you can throw your daily pack into your purse or your gym bag, and you can be on your way. You can, you can work out and then know to take it. Plus, the fact that it's in individual daily packs makes it so easy for you not to miss a day. It's right there. So do it. Guys, this makes it so easy, of, easy for yourself. You can take care of yourself this way by taking this online quiz, getting the vitamins and supplements that are good for you and that are of great quality, and that's from Care-of. So check this out, people. You get 50% off your first Care-of order if you go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code DUMBBELLS50. Did you hear that? 50% off your first Care-of order. Go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code DUMBBELLS50 and you're on your way. Let's do it. Um, okay, so um, college life, New York life. How mm -hmm. long are you in New York for? Four years. Uh-huh. Just for college? Just for college. Did oh, you wow. feel unhealthy? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> so it, was, it did enter your mind, like, I, I'm not taking care of myself, or was it like, I don't even know what's going on? I just, or did you just not feel good and not really understand why? Or More that. More that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. And I, because I graduated early, and then I stayed for an extra six months, and I think that was tough because everyone else was still in college, and, with the, and so I just, and I was bartending. Yeah. Oh, so that's a bad... Oh yeah, it's a bad lifestyle. Yeah, with sleep lifestyle. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. New yeah. York, New York bars are open till four a.m., baby. Yep. So that's like a you're home at five 
30. Mm-hmm. And I would do this insane thing of like bartending all night and then go to an economics class in the morning. What? Still oh, in my God. bar gear with what? like a bunch of guys in suits, oh, you know? It was amazing. Like just cocktail. go right into class and then, yeah, it's brutal. It's exactly like cocktail. Yeah. Yes. yes. He gets in trouble <laughs> in class. He's all tired and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Late Flanagan. I never connected that, but yes. Yeah, yes. late Flanagan. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. your uh, white was your your white button down shirt eight sizes too big? <laughs> Have you seen that movie recently? Oh, it's giant. That shirt is humongous. It's like, what was the fashion back then? I don't think that was it. I, Did you have a kindly Australian guy that was? Uh, I wish. Yeah, Coughlin's Law. <laughs> Bury uh, the dead. Where did they you bartend up the joint. in uh, New York? Tracy J's Watering Hole. It was right. called a watering hole? Yeah, yeah. What did the J stand for? Worse. I have no idea. Wow. Isn't that terrible? The owner was Art Heyman, so I don't know where the J came from. <laughs> <laughs> but he was an NBA guy for a second? I don't know. He's oh, terrible. Oh, wow. Terrible. Yeah. And yeah. So then you're there working until 4 a.m. and then mm-hmm. had classes in the morning. Mm-hmm. So... Were you were you drinking a lot too when you were? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So you're getting high on your own supply. Yeah. 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 It's brutal. Brutal. So then why? So then moved to L.A. after that. Mm -hmm. After that six months, Mm -hmm. you just felt like that was gonna be bad news for you to stay in New York. I think so. And without the structure of school, it did start to feel like it was closing in on me a little bit. I did feel the cement. I did feel the like I can't go escape and see nature. And you know, and growing up in Colorado, I was used to that. Oh yeah. And that kind of started surfacing. Like I felt trapped. And so it then, felt cold. so then you're like, LA is the other place I can go for this. I know. I had a few friends who came over here, um, but again, there was this weird attitude at NYU. Like, if you go to the West Side, yeah, you're, you're not, sold out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not an actor. You're a right. television person. Right. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Which yeah know, was ridiculous. But uh, yeah, I had a few folks, and finally, finally moved over. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so then, how was that? Tra- so then. Transition, you're here, mm-hmm. you move here, you're with some, you have a support system a little bit with some friends that are here too? Kind of. Like, but it's more of like Yeah, and maybe, the, maybe there was a boy, and maybe, maybe that didn't work out right away. Heard of it. So We're uh, not saying, <laughs> maybe, not, who the <laughs> hell knows? No, 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 let's, yeah. Maybe it really went poorly, very quickly. Um, so it was the standard, I feel like, LA story you hear a lot. Like, I was sleeping in my car, and sure. I was just, I was so lost and stranded, and what in the hell am I doing here? And really resisting LA, like still sitting you know, in the morning and having that coffee and smoking a cigarette and reading the New York Times and being like, no, I'm a New I Yorker. will not. Yeah. 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 God. Yeah. It's crazy because, uh, Stanger, you're from the West Side, right. West Coast. Um, and, um, like, coming here from New York, there was this pressure on that you put on yourself from being on the East Coast going, like, I need to stay East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if we're, like... I spent a number of years in New York, but I grew up in Detroit. But for some reason, as soon as you go to New York, you're, you feel like you have to represent New York. For sure. Yeah, I think it's that's crazy. that's. I think all of us are our uh, identity. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. and I think New York is has a really dominant identity that's that gets uh, gets into people, yeah. and then mm-hmm. you want to kind of protect that. But then I got here to LA and. Uh, I, I didn't fight the L.A. as as much. I did when I first got here, but then quickly switched over because I realized that this lifestyle is so up my alley. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I really mean, it, owned it. I mean, it, that, but, you know. It can be a punchline, you know? Yeah. So the resistance to it is, I think, understandable because mm-hmm. it is like, oh, 
You're just selling out, yeah. or yeah. yeah, yeah. You're a serious actor if you're from New York, or you you live in New York and you're you know pounding the pavement and blah blah blah. And if you move to L.A., you're trying to be a movie star. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, sick, sick. Yeah, that's gross. Not cool, dude. That's I want to be in a black box theater in New York. Right. I turn into a butterfly, but just through this monologue. <laughs> um, uh, yep. So, uh, I'd so watch then that. you're. I'd watch that. You would watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'd watch it. Shit. Yeah, shit. Hire fucking, me, motherfucker. Fucking butterfly by the end, man. Um, I'm doing. To. I'm doing my um, one man show mm-hmm. uh, at Forge Studio LA. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so here now we're here. We're in LA. You're you're. Fighting L.A. Yes. So then what clicks? I mean, kickboxing. It did. For, yes, 100%. Because I was going on, you know, for a six-foot-tall blonde. You can imagine the roles that were... Volleyball roles. <laughs> Just all volleyball. <laughs> and you weren't doing yourself any favor. Yeah, yeah. Turning that volleyball around with you. <laughs> yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> um, but yeah, those were... Because again, I was used to New York and I in, in like really rich, yummy theater in, yeah. in yeah. Europe and, all, and, and, you know... I and was it going didn't matter her. how tall you were in, in New yeah. York. Yeah, not at all. You would not pay attention to it yeah. as much. But here, that's a, that's a thing. Like, yeah. Along with that, I mean, my first... I don't believe I'm sure, but my very first audition was, I didn't know it was for a porn. Um, I didn't know that going into it. Uh, Wait, how did you, you saw the listing on like. I should have known when like my craft services boss, I was doing craft <laughs> services. <laughs> when she's the one that who hooks me up with her manager. I should have known that then. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, but I didn't, I was naive. You know, sure. you don't know what you're doing. And I, there were so many red flags now, of course. We got I a didn't. wonderful pod. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got a wonderful pod for you. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know. It was deep in the, va- again, things that I would know sure. now. Sure. I wasn't Googling every, you know, it was at a time when yeah. you didn't know all this stuff. Of course. So yeah, no. You and just, you're kind of like, why? And I'd like, mm, this is an opportunity. Op- this yeah. is how it happens. Totally. You just want <laughs> totally. the opportunity. Yeah. And I had read the, they, they did send sides. Um, oh. And again, I was so like, oh, I'm going to, you know, this is this survivor chick in the woods. Like, this is going to be amazing. Dressed the part, guys. I dressed in like a flannel Good and ripped you. jeans and like messy hair. You know, I really, <laughs> and uh, when I got there still, I was like, oh, these girls don't even, they were in mini skirts and like the clear <laughs> heels. And I still was like, well, you just didn't go to Tish. Yeah, yeah. You were like, <laughs> yeah. This is what an LA actress is gonna do. I'm gonna tear this fucker up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I uh, I read beautifully. I mean, I'd done some work on those sides. Uh, amazing. <laughs> and they were very jaw dropped. And then, of course, said like, "So you're comfortable with the nudity?" And still, I was like, "If it's really nest, you know, like it has yeah, to be tasteful. Serves the story. It has to, yeah. You said this. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Cause in the sides, but I was like, if it really, is, you know, yeah, uh, is necessary. And then, of course, they explained the following scene, which some men joined me in the woods. Uh huh. Many men. Many men <laughs> joined me in Jesus the woods. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I was like, oh shit! What so a fucking nightmare! I'm, I'm wow. Actually, no, I'm not comfortable with that nudity. Yeah. Um, wow. That doesn't seem now super did, artistic. So then, w- did you? Were you sh- in the moment just like, no, 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 no? Okay, bye. Sorry. Or were you still? Yes, I mean, everything clicked. And I was like, oh, 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 no, I'm not, I'm not. And of course, you know, I think the part was mine, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I could have so had that. That could have. <laughs> Did you ever try to find the movie just to see God, who they no. cast? No. 
But of course, I did then research my craft services boss and sure. realize the work that she had done. And, and she had been in the... Oh, wow. But yeah, anyway, that those were some of the wow. great opportunities I was having. Were the sides good? Again, I gave them life, yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I thought it was a really cool role of survivor chick in the woods. That is Wasn't so... So yeah, um, intense. So Did you gossip about your craft services boss? You're telling everybody, "Hey, did you know that buxom Betty does porn?" <laughs> yeah. I did find her film. I forget the name, but I did find a wow. film. We had to we had to watch it. I had to watch it with some friends. Yeah, yeah. who would have thought Wendy Topper was a? <laughs> I had no idea. It's so weird. No wonder we were out of Fritos. <laughs> Did you bail on something? No, 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 no. I was you just bailed. thinking of like craft servicey, like you know, cashews. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was it's it's a weird it's a weird fucking business. What a weird ba- business. Then but it was also, even you're right on we're probably cl- all close and you're like right on the edge of where you you have now you have like you know everything before. Sure. Yeah. But back you know still a little bit like all mm-hmm. right, you get a piece of paper f- show up, you know, you yeah. go and Also yeah. you're like you wouldn't f- you even though that feels somewhat cliché in LA that that you know like You'd end up at a you know at a porn audition because yeah. it's like oh you're in deep in the valley, you don't think it's actually a thing like no. nobody thinks it's actually a thing no. no and that you'd think that they would like lead with it yeah you know, like porn yeah. on I'm sure they're just not wanting to sure broadcast yeah unbelievable <laughs> what but an experience that was your first audition first. what an experience so then um so then. Obviously, you don't go out for any of those again, but you're going out for things. And then what clicks for kickboxing? Um, it, it was uh, a really wacky way that I got in touch with this man. But yeah, I was like super lost, super over the terrible industry at that point and um, got a call from Peter Cunningham. Uh-huh. Um, who's like this eight-time world champion, undefeated, Sugarfoot. legendary Sugarfoot. And I didn't know what I was getting into at all. Um, I just showed up, and it was like this old fighting gym. Wait, you got a call from? From him. Why? My dad was at Applebee's in Colorado. This is amazing. This is, great. <laughs> this is fucking amazing. Six foot two. Play a little basketball. Play a little basketball. At Applebee's. At Applebee's. Because strict, strict. Out of ketchup at the house. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to eat out. Loves ketchup on ground beef. Very strict. <laughs> Brother really pissed him off that day. Yeah. Got to get out of the house. No ketchup in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of Worcestershire because we're only using a tiny bit of it. And food doesn't matter. We don't give a shit what no, anybody's no, 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 eating. No. Who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. Yeah, he uh, he was getting carry out. Good. Not even like going to wow, Applebee's. Wow, oh, oh, carry yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. No um, time to dine at an Applebee's <laughs> no, right now. No, no, no. And I, he like sat down. There was a guy sitting on a bench, and like my dad was a big dude too. And I guess the bench, I don't know, tilted, whatever. Huh. Um, they got to laughing and talking, <laughs> and and my dad kind of always wanted to be my manager. I think in some, you know, he was always like working to um, get me work. And it never led to anything, and it was always embarrassing. But they started talking, and uh, <laughs> Buck was this like legendary stuntman out here, huh. and he was like, "Is she athletic?" <laughs> um, and my dad said, "You know, ki- kind of." Yeah, some she, dance plays volleyball, she plays volleyball. <laughs> volleyball star. <laughs> She's a volleyball star. <laughs> um, uh. And he said, "I, I want to like give me her information, and I, I want to connect her with someone." And that's when I got the call from Peter. Like wow. that random. Wow. Yeah. 
because he knew the stunt world. He knew Peter. He was like the most helpful man on the planet. So generous. So always just like, this is the way that I can help. I was in the industry for a long time. Go talk to Peter. Completely random. Love wow. It. Yeah. yeah, and this is just from sitting on an Applebee's bench. Yes, and then he called, and I do, I really didn't know. I was like, oh, this is one of my dad's weird things. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dad hooks me up. Now, did your dad tell you like, hey, I ran into this guy at Applebee's, and you might be getting a call from somebody? Yes. Oh, really? Wow. And of course, I was like, Dad, okay, that's great. You okay. ran into a stunt man. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> sure. Stop it. Please yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, Thanks, Dad. Really you're helpful. in an Applebee's in Colorado right now. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. got it. I, I talked to this person that worked at Applebee's, and she was telling me that she gets like an employee discount of, of like fifty percent. And then, like, uh, I was looking at side salads; they were like a dollar, and I was like, "Shit, you can get a salad for like fifty cents." I was thinking, like, you're set, like you know, you're covered. <laughs> you get like salad for like a quarter and stuff. I mean, you're you know, yeah, you could do okay. You can do okay if you work at Applebee's. Yeah. Every, anybody listen to this podcast? If you feel down in the depths, go work at an Applebee's. <laughs> I'm just saying that they do. You could see two huge men slide <laughs> off a bench together. I think what probably happened is they launched a little person into like the <laughs> dining room. They both yeah. sat down mm-hmm. together and launched like a little, mm-hmm. <laughs> like no, a little Cordero no, into yeah. the. Uh, hey, <laughs> five seven. That's huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you get this. This. Uh, so you get this call. call. Yeah. The luck that you needed. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so you answer the call. He's like, I heard about you through your, through my buddy, through yeah. your dad yeah. at an Applebee's. Yes. And you go, okay, this is weird. And yes. Yeah. And then said, he was like, I'll see you at the gym tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Like I was just so lost. I had nothing, you know, going on in my life. I, it, so it made sense to say yes. It was someone reaching out. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Kind of a desperate time. Yes. So I was you like, get a lot of no's. Okay. You know, it's nice to get a yeah. lead yeah. on something. And, yeah. Yeah. And I had no idea what I was walking into. Like an old busted like fight gym. All yeah. guys. All guys. Um, and Peter. And he, he, he was very much like, didn't treat me like a girl. Didn't treat, like just treated me like one of the fighters. Yeah. Um, and was like, get in the ring, get in the ring, wrapped me up and went for it. And you, and he was like, do you have any experience doing any of this? And yeah. you were like, no. Zero. Yeah. And, uh, it's like million dollar baby, but not sad or. Yeah. 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 And not Still. clean. With and not clean. But it's like Morgan Freeman was nice to her and showed her stuff initially. Yes. I think. If I remember correctly. Anyway, keep going. So, so then how long? So then how does this work? Like, so then do you get the bug immediately? Immediately, really. Tr- like I know it sounds stupid, but like first punch. For, yeah, first punch, first kick. Like, oh my god! Like the power, the confidence, the like. If I can do this, what else can I do with oh, my man. body? What else can I do with my life? What I mean, it just became. I was obsessed. Purpose. I loved every. Yeah, yeah. And it made sense, like when everything else was so confusing and garbage. Yeah, there was something about the like focus and the discipline and the like, you know, you you there's you have to be in the moment. You have to be, you know, there's there were so many things that I needed so desperately. And you weren't already working out at a gym or doing anything at this point. You no. hadn't been doing anything in a while. No, right? I was in bad shape. You're in bad shape. Yes. And you were just like you're just being tall. You yeah. were just yeah. being tall, mm-hmm. not doing anything else about it. <laughs> um, and 
this just turned it, you were just like, what else? What yeah. What was the, what was, so in going there, it was to potentially uh, train so that you could maybe do some fight choreography in movies and stuff, or? Maybe that was, that, that was not my. That, you were just like, I'll just fucking go to this gym, yeah. I don't give a shit. You yeah, know? yeah. What, do I, what am I doing today? Right, okay, might <laughs> wow. as well. And then it's just like, this feels amazing. Mm-hmm. Were yeah. you scared? Going into no. it? Well, I mean, scared the un, you know not knowing. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Sure, a little scared when I first walked in. Like, what what's about to happen? Yeah, I guess there was fear around that, but yeah. also like a I'm definitely going. There was also yeah. a weird I'm showing up. Well, they, we do have stuff that comes up a lot where people will have want maybe want to try something, mm-hmm. but they're scared to step into a gym. Mm-hmm. What would be your advice to maybe counter that a little bit? Oh my god, <laughs> please don't be scared. Like. Everyone is there at some point. Every like if right, and if you good. live in that fear, I mean, you just will never budge. You'll never budge. Yeah. yeah. So like, just know that everyone in that room at some point walked into the gym for the first time or tried oh, that move great. for the first time. Yeah. You know, You're like, so right. Yeah. Have that beginner's mindset that every and so like feel comfy doing it. Yeah. And feel comfy. Like what I learned later on was like also feel comfy sucking at it. Like who cares? There's no you know just like it's the trying. It's the like. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll just. I'll just. That then could wow. lead to something massive. That's so right on. It's. Yeah. It, you know what? It's the um, that fear and anxiety and trepidation that you're experiencing is actually what connects us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're so right. Everybody in there had to do that for the first time. Yep. So yeah. if they can do it, then you can do it. Yeah. 100%. That's so great. So cool. I love Please. it. So first punch, first kick. You're like, I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. So then what was the training like for how long? At, like, w- were you going in there? Like every day. Every, every day, day that he would see me, I would be there. Yeah. Wow. And he, he was down, so I just, like, kept. And he was just holding pads for you, teaching you new combinations, mm-hmm. just kind of getting you, yeah. moving your body like an athlete. Yeah. 100%. And is he prescribing you road work or any of that kind of stuff yet, or are you just getting technique and form at this point? Mostly technique and form, but then again, I could, I think in me, I was like, wait, oh, I want to okay. last longer, so and then I want to get strong. You know, there was a... Yeah. So then did you start working at, like, just doing your own workouts then, or...? I did. I mean, I started with, you know, running, but I would run, like, two blocks and be like, this yeah. is a nightmare. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Um, and, and got in... Yeah, started kind of doing whatever, you know, now it, it's funny thinking about what I possibly did, but um, trying to just start adding a little bit of running, a little bit of strength work, whatever that meant to me at the time, yeah. um, to get better at the kickboxing, Wow. which then like led to CrossFit. I mean, then it started kind of going nuts. But It escalated? Yes. Yeah. As yes. it were? Yes. So then what did it escalate to? Uh, like, what did, you, what did you move on? Like, so you went from then continuing to still doing kickboxing to mm-hmm. today, but um, what did that lead you to next? After the uh, after starting kickboxing, stunt work. Stunt work. Yes, through him. Yes. Uh huh. Through actually um, a buddy who would train with us. Okay. Um, he was like this '80s action star guy. Worked with Jackie Chan a bunch, Perfect. and oh, awesome. um, he reached out to me randomly. I didn't know anything about the stunt world. I wasn't trying to, you know, I was yeah. just doing this because I loved it and it was like saving my life. Um, and. He reached out because they needed someone to double Megan Gale, who's like, um, she's like Australia's Cindy Crawford. She's, she's okay. Small, and she had been cast as Wonder Woman in when George Miller was going to be doing Justice League. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and wrong. so they needed someone tall um, and they couldn't find anyone in Australia. They couldn't find anyone in Canada. Um, so I got to be put through this incredible, it was like 30 days basically of 
Richard kind of introducing me to different experts and, you know, she might use a chain whip. So let's see how you are with chain whip, like kind of putting me through this 30 day trial. And you at this point going into this, were like, I mean, prior to kickboxing, we're like, I'm not athletic. Right. And then all of a sudden, since you've been doing kickboxing for a certain amount of time, you felt like you were athletic enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. And well, I you think had I- to, you were the one that had to. Do all the athletic stuff. Yeah. Yes. What a what a makeover, right? <laughs> yeah. You didn't feel like you had it all to literally like. All right, we have to bring this person in, especially to pull off all this athletic sure. shit. Right. That's awesome. Right. And it was. I mean, it was a dream for like to get thirty days of like <sighs> this concentrated. Let's work, put you with this master and this. You know. And then they would send tape down to George Miller and to the crew down there. God, I would have fucking loved to wow. have seen his version of it. Right. And then then in his like. Movies. 30, I think it was, yeah, it was about a month later um, after sending all this stuff, they were like, get on a flight. You're coming down here. You've, mm-hmm. You got the job. Wow. It was like a 30-day, you know, trial. 30 days of, like, watching you do the stunts and, yeah. and working with somebody. Yeah. Wow. And then get to Sydney. Which was like a, you know, so you basically had stunt person camp. Yeah. Yeah. Which I know is not, I'm learning that's not the standard way folks get into stunts. But yeah. But it was a dream path. Yeah, there's usually, like, some of it is, like, it's a family of stunt people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, through certain gyms or mm-hmm. certain ways of doing things. It's like trapeze artist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, so many of them were an athlete all their life or a gymnast. Or yeah, that. gymnast like so you see things. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you get to meet Miller? Yes. Is he awesome? Awesome. For people that don't know, he's like Mad Max and um, yeah. uh, Witches of Eastwick. <laughs> uh, like tons of cool shit. Very cool stuff. Uh, oh, Fury Road. Man. He does all like even I was I was watching um, the Twilight Zone the movie, and uh, do you remember they they did it a long time ago with Shatner, but they redid where there's like a monster on the wing of a plane. It's with John Lithgow. Oh yeah, it's great. And like I was just watching that, thinking like this is fucking better than everything in this movie. And then I watched and Miller had directed the oh, segment. Really? I was like, oh, that makes sense. He just got a great God. What a eye. scary. What a, what a character. Yeah. I remember for a while getting on a plane and always looking and be like, I would. I would I'm scared to look. <laughs> There's a monster on the wing of the I'm plane. Scared to look. <laughs> Gotta see this. Um, but okay, so uh, so, so you get you get there. Mm-hmm. What happens? Uh, it was basically a month of. Uh, just messing, I mean, just messing around. Um, yeah. Because it was pre-production, they were bringing all the actors in, like everyone was, and it was a huge budget. It was right before the writer's strike, um, so they had this, like, they knew, let me just, like, do this, like, kitchen sink version of uh, the script in case the writer's strike happened, which is what happened, and it ended up not going all the way through, but while we were down there, you know, I just got to fly and do air rams and wow. air, and ratchets and be thrown into walls and fight big bad guys and wear the Wonder Woman costume. Oh shit, that's which awesome. was amazing. We had to do a lot of tests for that um, because you know she wears the little shell with nothing, and then the little. So that was a very fun exploration of like, okay, put the costume on, get on a wire. Now flip around. Nope, nope. Oh uh, <laughs> right, 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 right. One of the costume ladies. It was hilarious. She would always say, "Suns are rising, suns are <laughs> rising." There, oh, oh, man. Got it, got it. They're out. Okay. Uh, that's so <laughs> and those trials, like there started being more and more people showing up at those costume <laughs> yeah. trials. Truly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just want to make sure that everything, uh, what time did we need everything? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I just came down. No, you, she actually was there for my, fr- uh, her, her first audition yeah. was with me and my, my buddy. Yeah. Slow. <laughs> those guys coming yeah, back? Yeah, those oh, guys coming back. No. To yeah. Australia. Congratulations. Congrats. <laughs> we knew, you know, based on your read. <laughs> Thank you.
Bell Babies. If you're looking to change your diet instead of restricting what you eat, what if you nourish your body with the healthiest, most nutritional foods? Well, with Saqqara, you put the best foods in your body so you can feel your best. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made of the powerful plant-based ingredients, and they are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. The menu is a creative chef crafted breakfast, lunch, dinners that change weekly so you'll never get bored. And it's delivered fresh to you anywhere in the United States. Along with delicious meals, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. To boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder, an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Sakara has received rave reviews, not only from me and Stanger, but from Vogue, Goop, and the New York Times, plus many, many, many more. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners, the Bell Babies out there, 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash dumbbells or enter code dumbbells at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash dumbbells to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash dumbbells. Do it. You work on that for another month, mm-hmm. then the strike happens. Mm-hmm. That version of it gets shelved. Mm-hmm. You come back to LA. Mm-hmm. And now you're like legit known. I mean, this is like two months. Yeah. Of getting thrown into the stunt world. Yeah. And now you're a st- known as a stunt person. I mean, maybe. I don't know who yeah. knew, but yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then do you keep working in, like, focused in on learning stunts or doing stuff or, you know, any of that kind of stuff? Or it, it was just kind of like one of the, you know, uh, roads that you took and then you'll see what else roads are. Yeah, I think it, especially because of my size, I mm-hmm. knew pretty quickly I'd get called on stunt things and, you know, I'd walk in and they'd be like, oh, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like very it was, specific. Yeah, yeah, it was a very specific. I, it had to be, yeah. yeah. So when it was good, it was amazing, like the projects that I got to work on. But I knew that I wasn't, I couldn't make it as just a stunt person. Right. Like, that couldn't be my only thing because mm-hmm. I just was a unique size. Right. Yeah, it's right. not. There was like a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, I remember, and they, it was like average mom and dad with their son and this like crazy son. And I walked in, they were like, we're just not going to waste your time. Like, who who's your husband? <laughs> I mean, no, this is yeah, not yeah. the yeah. average family. If this is the average family, we can get a full <laughs> adult as your child. <laughs> yeah. So just, it would be when it, you know, when it came up, when yeah. full work and opportunities came up. That's brutal. Like as a tall, God. as a tall woman, you know, it's already the, the dating world and then to have that like thrown in your face so like working too like who will be your husband you're like yeah. thanks guys <laughs> yeah. I'm enormous yeah. bye we get it bye <laughs> see ya <laughs> have you guys seen uh, Jack and Jill the Sandler movie no uh, oh. it's where he plays his sister like he plays uh, like himself oh, and right. like his sister uh-huh. <laughs> the only reason it's worth seeing is you can find it online for the, the Al Pacino plays himself in the movie and he does a, a Dunkin' Donuts commercial called Dunkachino. Uh-huh. And like dances and stuff. <laughs> anyway, Dunkin' Donuts commercial reminded me of that. <laughs> okay. I just wanted you to, no, no, to no. have seen it. I was, right. ho- I was hoping that it had be... It'd there were some stunts in the commercial, maybe. It was maybe. something to do with like, the height or okay. something. Yeah, it's all connected. 
Okay. And then the little Cordero goes flying, going, five seven is you want guess. Um, so, uh, okay, so then now you're back in L.A. Mm-hmm. You go back and start keep training kickboxing mm-hmm. to keep you sane. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and then do you are you training at like doing CrossFit and all this stuff now too? Yes. Okay. So yes. that starts to find yeah. its way into your life. Yeah, because I think I just like kind of wanted to start again it, I, because of how kickboxing made me feel like what else am I capable of? Sort yeah. Of thing. Then it truly was like let me gobble up as many skills and sure. let me see what I can do. Well, and it's this thing that we talk about a lot too, to where um, th- there's a self-efficacy that happens if you if you zero in on a kind of training that you like mm-hmm. and you're motivated to do and you do it consistently mm-hmm. and it becomes a habit. Then you're like, okay, I got this. I I kickbox now. Mm-hmm. It's what I do. So then adding in some weight training or some running or all that doesn't feel like a bridge too far. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, pe- and you may experience this with your clients, where people are like. Oh, I want to. I want to lift, and I want to box, and I want to run, and, I, and then they don't do anything because right. it's just so much stuff. And all it takes is one kind of domino to fall, mm-hmm. and then they, all the other stuff can kind of go in there. And for you, it was kickboxing, and then this starts leading to all these other great kind of mm-hmm. fitness exploration that happens. Yeah, and I think because that's around. Like, I got a bunch of different certifications, and I think that was also I wanted to be able to do cool stuff, so I wanted to understand how to do it safely. Okay, you so know, that's, that was, that was, that was a, part of the drive. And yeah. then also part of the drive then became like, wait, I can't be the only one experiencing that. You know, like I want other people to experience oh, that's how cool. life-changing this yeah. can be, how empowering this can be, how like, I, I, I know it can't just be me. So I want you to feel you, this too. A good person or something? So I, did, I wouldn't you, go that far. Did you start training then? I mean, were you tra- like... Yeah, then, then I, yeah, I started training out of uh, the sports center. Yeah, that was my very first training job. Yeah, uh-huh. I started training clients. Sports Center, what's that one? The Sports Center, it's in Toluca Lake. Oh, cool. It's oh, like the cool. Toluca Lake Tennis Club. There's this little... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sports Center underneath. Oh, cool. Yeah. And you started just training the clients that they were members at that place? Yes, and yeah, I, I initially was very by the book, very like ACSM certification. Sure. Like I was, <laughs> um, but I very quickly realized like people, when they would see the kind of stuff that I was doing, they were more... Yeah, let me know, do like, some of that shit. I don't this want is yeah. great, but... Like, hold pads for me. Yeah, yeah. 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 As soon as I started rolling pads, it, you know, everyone was like, okay, more of that. I want to punch <laughs> sure. you in the face really hard. Yeah. Which is it's great. crazy. Yeah. Um, but what's really cool, and I always go back to the Instagram and all this stuff, what's really fun if you look at the Instagram, um, when Kendra holds pads, she sells... The hits too, like like stunt stunt wise. It's really it. neat. I can't help it, and it makes it's empowering. Like you're just like, oh wow, that you know, like beat it's, somebody. It's so up. Fucking cool. Because I feel like every, I mean, I really feel like everyone wants to be a superhero, wants sure. to fight, wants to you know, like that. I feel like there's even a little morsel in every single human being that they want to just like go out, out, go yeah. out, just like let loose. So yeah, I've seen Kendra took took a fall and then laid on the ground for like a half hour just to sell the person <laughs> yeah. that they had knocked her out. <laughs> person like, eventually left the gym, and I was like, shit, yeah, that's, that's commitment. So like, fun. Well, I, and I do love taking. I love taking falls. I love. Yeah, <laughs> eating it. It's a weird thing. So then wait, so you went from that and then when did you um get into wrestling and stuff? That was I was what was I? I was working on Fury Road actually. You were talking about that. Um and we came I came back from that. Wait, oh. did yeah, you no work, big deal. Just did, a quick uh, yeah, pass over did that. Did you work real quick? with all, on all yeah. of his movies since then? Not all of them, but um, again, they called me because Charlize is so tall. So they, oh, right. when they were doing it in Australia, I didn't get to be involved in South Africa, but when they started in Australia, um, I got to go down there and like, <gasps> they called me and said, um, right, can you get, yeah, 
And yeah, she's we're six like, feet. We're, we're real close in size, like across the border, which is exciting. But um, yeah, they called me and said, like George had come here to meet with me. And then they said, can you get a truck license in a week? And I was like, okay, uh, yes, you know, yes. Right. Um, so I went out can to San Bernardino and can got a commercial truck, truck license. license. And also drive with a hook hand. <laughs> Didn't tell me that. Didn't tell me that little detail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we worked on that a bit because they brought me down to work. Like there was a beautiful, it was a really cool opportunity where we were in the room with George and the producers and like kind of making decisions about the script. And, and he was valuing... When we met, and this, I guess, does go back to school, um, the only physical stuff that I was doing in New York is, is physical theater, like this experimental theater wing and this grotesque. It's, you know, really bringing a character to life through the physical movement. Yeah. Um, so I sat down with him and had a big conversation about that because he wanted it to be seamless between the stunt person and the actor. He didn't want to be like, oh, now the stunt person's in and we're shooting over the... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, got got to be involved in that. Um, but, yeah, when I went down there to drive... Um, didn't know it was going to be on the opposite side. You know, I was going to be missing an arm. It was quite an experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's fucking it's awesome. It's very different than what I had done wow. here to get the license. Um, so, yeah, I went down there, and then that got delayed. Right. Um, you know, a million times. They were working on that for, like, nine years. Years. Um, it yeah. got delayed for years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the final delay, I think I was, yeah, I was in L.A. Someone reached out from WWE, um, the talent scout there, and said, like, we've seen your stuff online. Do you want to come try out for the WWE? And again, this gobbling up of skills and like seeing what I can do. Um, And I think life had gotten too comfy. Like there wasn't any, you know, I was training and I was loving that, but like, yeah. What's the next mountain to climb? What's the next beast? Um, And I, yeah. And so I went to the tryout and and signed with WWE. You did sign with them. (laughs) And how long were you signed with them? Two years. Wow. Mm -hmm. And moved to Florida. Wow. Wow. Yeah, trained as a pro wrestler. And it was so where you did That's you just s- brutal, right? So brutal. Yeah. It wins. Like it it's the most there's physically no off- brutal thing. There's no off season. Yes, no off season. You're training all day, every day. It's six m- days a week. It's more brutal than being like a bed tester. For example. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or an ice cream sampler. I don't know. I'm just like thinking of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's things hard. that would be equally bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's 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 physically brutal. Wow. Everyone's like, wait, Christ. it's you know, it's fake, or it's and it's like it don't it doesn't feel fake. <laughs> like you're, you're doing all doing, the things. Yeah. You're that taking are, the bumps. You're still yeah. jumping off of things. You're getting and there's no wire the and there's no padding and there's no you know you're yeah. especially as a diva you're in. A little outfit, yeah, flying through the air and landing as hard as you can. Well, and it, even if people understand that, which people are better at now, it, the schedule is so grueling. Like you're never not injured, no, and so you never have a chance to recover. Mm-hmm. So even if you people acknowledge it, like okay, I see, yeah, you are taking those bumps and the falls are hard and all that stuff. It's like yes, that and never being able to heal, right. and it's if, like if, like four. Or five nights a week, right? Yeah. Plus travel. Sh- yeah. And you're doing, you know, you're training all day in the ring and in the gym. And then you're driving to some tiny town in right. Florida, um, setting up the ring, doing the match, pl- breaking it down, driving home next oh, day. Right, seven Because you're doing that stuff. Traveling too. circus. Yeah. Because you're, yeah. Because they're, because how does the WWE work? There's like far, there's like basically. You start in developmental. Yes. And I started in Tampa, then we moved to Orlando. But you start in developmental. You do NXT. Do you know NXT? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you do that and then to the main roster. But you're in developmental. Again, how they pitched this to me was very different than the reality. Sure. (laughs) At one point I was told, like, 20 hours a week. 
you might be, you know, and you, it was like 17 hour days. I mean, yeah. every day of the week with Sundays off, maybe. Um, <sighs> so it was very different than what I, <laughs> what they described. Right. Fucking unbelievable. Yeah. And you're putting the work in. Yeah. And you're in NXT? Yes. What was your character? Kendall Sky. <laughs> And were you not Michael? I wanted tall. to be were Charlie, and they wouldn't let me be Charlie. You Charlie wanted Sky. What? You wanted to be Charlie Sky. No, I just wanted to be Charlie. Charlie. And were you a baby face so or a okay heel? I really thought I would be a heel. I wanted to be a sure. heel, but that you know the crowd decides it really. And to, I yeah, like I was like I'm I'm what I'm tough, and I'm like badass. And I was like yay, damn it, <laughs> <laughs> no. We love that you're no. badass. So yeah, we then it was like just smile, Kendra. You're a baby face. All right. So most of the time, baby face. Wow. Yeah. So then... Um, and for people that don't know, baby face is like the good... I don't, good I'm guys, just throwing yeah, yeah, this yeah. out there. I think... Good but guys and the Good guys and the, the heroes guys. are like the bad guys. Yeah. 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 What a world. Right? Now, God, and yeah. you're doing this for two years. Yes. How hard is it to like lift and stuff on the road like that? Is it hard to get your workouts in or do they do they build time out for that? Or do you even that? have... Do you, do you even, even have to? to? Because you're just like... No, and you do, and most of the time when you're in Florida, you're doing mostly local things, so you're okay. you have access. They built they built this big performance center, so you have access to like their gym, and there's sure. like six rings in there. Um, so yeah, you and it's required. And then so. you have to, you know, you're traveling with all these other people, mm-hmm. and you know they're not actors; they're like athletes. Yeah, Which, some. I mean, some, <laughs> but they're not necessarily like you know. Um, they're not coming from Tish or coming from L.A. because they're also experienced in the arts. So they're just different people that now you're traveling yeah. on, like, they, a, you know. They ain't talking uh, to George Miller, with, yes, uh, talking about exactly. movement with George Miller. But that's the thing. Like, if you're, you know, if you're in Atlanta or something shooting a movie, like, everybody else is an actor. You kind of have, like, mm-hmm. this similar trajectory and trajectory path. where it's just, like, wrestlers, it's, like, Oh, this person was a backyard wrestler for a while, yeah. and then became this. Yeah. And then yeah. this person wasn't an, it was a stunt person, and then became a wrestler. Hey man, mm-hmm. I just want somebody to staple my head on national right. TV. Mm-hmm. This like, guy right. is, you know, this guy is a, um, is a, you know, MTV star, then right. wants to be a wrestler, and then becomes a wrestler. Like the Miz? all of this, yeah, like the Miz. Crew. Yeah, yeah, it's a real wacky, wacky bunch. And the best part, I think, not the best, there, there are many gems, but um, <laughs> <laughs> every week you had promo class, and that's where you really got to see everyone oh, shine. Yeah. Because imagine, especially people who like, just got there oh. and have maybe never spoken in front of someone. Now I want you to cut one minute, you know, basically a one minute monologue. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you choose the character and either, you know, tell us about yourself in that one minute monologue or come at someone. Talk shit. Yeah. So like it's a whole night every week of like seeing people pitch different characters and come up with the most amazing oh, uh, my. promos you've ever heard. Gosh. Yeah. So it was my favorite part. Looked forward to it. What a blast. Uh, what a blast. Yeah. Have you ever seen that uh, Lex Luger promo to where he, he, he can't pronounce the name of the place? Like, he, <laughs> he fucks up that. It's like, he fucks up that, he can't get it out, and then he gets all frustrated, and then he tries to take his shirt off, and he can't get his shirt oh, off. Oh, man. And they have to kind of help him get his shirt off, and then he goes to leave, and the door's locked. <laughs> oh, man. It's so fucking funny. I follow an Instagram account called WrestleBotch, Russell and they have... <laughs> they have Mike Slip Mondays, where it's somebody who just fucks up a promo. Well, yeah, and do God, so many. It's, it's oh, it's so good. It's gems. I mean, I used to. I grew up loving and wanting and loving wrestling so much. And I remember 
in New York was when they started doing the tough enough things. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I would love to have been a wrestler. Mm-hmm. But because I'm a Cordero at 5'7". Tops. It's not too late. Tops. It's not too late. But those guys have to be like the flying guys. Yes, you do have to fly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a flying guy. I'm <laughs> Crazy <laughs> flips so no, they flip you. around each yeah. other. Yeah. I'm not a luchador. Uh, how how is the nutrition starting to factor into all this? Are you are you starting to watch what you eat at that point? Or are you eating just purely? during the wrestling thing? Everything else doesn't count. Doesn't count. No, but are you eating for performance, or are you trying to like, oh, I want my I want to achieve some certain things with my body, you know, aesthetically? Or at what point does that factor in? Or um, does it ever? I don't with know. you mean while I was with wrestling, or just in general? Just, just in just, general. Yeah, yeah, just in general, yeah. and maybe through wrestling. You know, when did it start getting locked wrestling in? was a little tough, just because we were in the middle of nowhere, and it was t- like I'm gonna not talk about the food. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It was like we grab like a Wendy's and take the bun off and eat the meat. I mean, it was a it was right. rough. Survi- um, survival, and a lot of like beef jerky and yeah. So yeah. just trying to get protein by any means necessary, yeah. and you just had to get calories in because yeah. you were burning so many calories. Yeah, so it was so a little, that, it was a little rough, especially coming from Los Angeles where there's so many options and right, healthy yeah. things that you can get. You know, it was a little tough during that time. But, but you're going you like to protein shakes and all of this yeah. stuff, basically. Making a lot of compromises. Yeah. yeah. But for sure, um, yes, as I started, you know, you start fuel, you start understanding how the fuel is working. You know, like yeah. I started being like, well, wait, I'm not going to put garbage in because then like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to put in the stuff that I know is good for me that's going to make me feel good. That Like that definitely shifted once I started moving. Yeah, yeah. That better, like, oh, I have better workouts yeah. when I properly represent my macronutrients. Yeah, and it was, I think, CrossFit, because when I first got involved with CrossFit, it was before they were on every corner. You know? Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, but you were already in California, right? So this yes. is like the start. It, it basically started in California, right? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so the, the first gyms opened up out here before they moved anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So... So, yeah, I think they were, because, you know, they were being very specific. It was very paleo, very, yes. you know, and I was yeah. kind of like, oh, wait, and I and I would give it a try. Because um, that's that was their, you know, see how this makes you feel. Try this yeah. and, like, see how it makes you feel. And, of course, as I started doing that and knowing what my body loved, knowing what it hated, knowing what would fuel it well for the next day, like, I, it was just kind of an exploration of what is best for my body to be at the highest performance I can. Yeah. Yeah. So are you still kind of doing a paleo template to this day? or Yeah, it's still pretty... Paleo, primal. Yeah. I mean, I kind of put them all in the same. Sure, yeah, you know, yeah. Primal. Plenty of protein, lean protein. Um, yeah, chicken fish. And then a lot of veggies. Yep. What's a chicken foods. fish? Chicken Ch- fish. Yeah, it's delicious. you never heard of a chicken fish? No, nah, no, nah, man. High in protein. <laughs> Omega-3. <laughs> yeah, it's got it all. It flies. <laughs> lays eggs. Lays eggs. Uh, flies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Um, that's the, the way you described how you got into it is... Uh, eating that way is another beneficial uh, or is another, I would say, argument in favor of treating yourself like an athlete and why everybody yeah. mm-hmm. should. Because diet can be this big, scary thing for people to where they're like, I, I know that I should, but I don't want to limit myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss certain foods. Mm-hmm. I'm scared or it sounds like a bummer or whatever. But how you described it was this kind of, it was like a fun exploration to mm-hmm. where Oh yeah, this and this will improve my performance, and right. I can feel even better. Yeah. Why not give it a try? Right. And then you did, and it worked. Yeah. And so it didn't feel like some big scary, you know, sacrifice. Sacrifice. Yeah, because a lot of people get to that mindset of like, I well, I deserve to have this, or I just, and it's like, but you, or you deserve to like be at your highest level. At yeah. Your highest. And I and I, I find it a lot um, when women get pregnant. 
Yeah. There's a big shift. Yeah. Because now they're thinking about like what is going to fuel. And it's like, but you can also be really nice to yourself when you yeah. don't have a child within yeah. you. You know, yeah. like you can think about think live like that all the time. Right. Yes. Everything that's going in my body is going to affect me. I want me to be as strong and powerful as I can. So like choose wisely. And of course, live it up sometimes. But sure. Yeah, in but general. Uh, but but the way you described it totally is it it factors in the live it up because yeah. it's more about we say we'll say like focus on the additions as opposed to the omissions. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. instead of worrying about like, oh, I got to cut all this fun stuff, I like, well, like, don't worry about that right now. Just worry about having this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then seeing whatever else comes up. Yeah. 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 Drinking in nachos? Maybe it does. Maybe it does. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. But maybe those leafy greens are good. Yeah. First. Yeah. Chicken fish. Chicken fish is real good. Flying chicken fish. Flying chicken fish. <laughs> Bell Babies, do you know that every day more athletes are adopting CBD as part of their pre- and post-workout routines? That's why Elixinol, the number one most recommended brand of CBD, created their new sports gel, a custom blend of USA-grown broad-spectrum CBD, Arnica, Capsaicin, and complementary essential oils that are perfect for post-workout refreshers. Yeah. With no detectable amounts of THC, Broad-spectrum CBD provides the benefits of the whole hemp plant without the risk of THC. All of these powerhouse ingredients are formulated in a unique gel formatted that absorbs quickly and leaves no greasy residue. Get back what the day takes out with CBD sports gel from Elixinol. Elixinol CBD. It's kind of amazing. You want to try the Elixinol sports gel for yourself? Head over to Elixinol.com. That's E-L-I-X-I-N-O-L.com. And use the code DB20 at checkout, and you'll receive 20% off your sports gel today. That's Elixinol, E-L-I-X-I-N-O-L.com. Using the code DB20 at checkout, you'll get 20% off your sports gel today. Go do it. When do you start getting into basically this mentality of your forge, like training Kulap and everybody and like getting into like, you know, your philosophy, your philosophy. I mean, that had started kind of before, long before wrestling. Uh-huh. It started like as the stunt started, as I got you know, uh, certified and started training people. Um, so it's been a through line for a million years. Yeah. Um, but of course when I got back from wrestling, um, yeah, that's, that's what I locked in on. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's cool. It's so cool. Like this whole, so tell us about forge and all that stuff. Like what, say say you were going to take me on as like a, as a client. No. <laughs> no. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a straight It's no. all in casting. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you got to yeah. make sure. No. I want somebody that's going to be successful. Please, please yeah. come in. Uh, so what What would be like, and I, I told you like, uh, let's just say I said like, I, I just want to lose 10 pounds. I got, I'm 10 pounds overweight. I want to lose 10 pounds. What would you, what would, how would you break it down for me? I would, Probably ignore that. Ignore that? <laughs> good. So this is good to know because yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people will, you know, think about this trainer in a certain way. It's like, it's just somebody I'm going to see quickly so that I can lose 10 pounds and then just move on. Yeah. So, But there's so much more to it than that. There, and I think that is why I have clients for a thousand years because yeah. we're not 
It's not know, about the. It's not about that. Like I never talk in terms of pounds. I never, never talk okay. in terms of aesthetics. It's like not on the table. Right. And I also usually, especially when I'm getting a client, they'll give me all the disclaimers and the excuses and they're, you know, or like really dirty lies they tell themselves, you know, about <laughs> themselves. Sure. Like all the, the stuff that comes out, especially when you're like vulnerable and you're coming into yeah. a, a trainer, like stuff just tends to fly out like this and, and, and all these apologies. And it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to not listen to any of that. Like, okay. let's, let's move your body and uh, let's like, actually like, wh- how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel more than like, what do you want to, because that, again, that will be a side note that'll happen. Yes. Like, how do you want to feel? What skills do you want to develop? What are the like Great. cool things that you've always wanted to try that you, you know, probably would never, but like it's, it becomes about that, like curiosity. What do you want to explore? How do you want to move your body? We start there. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what, what advice would you give somebody if they're trying to pick out a trainer? What are some things that they should maybe do or look for? Mm. Um, I always tell people that, uh, you know, it's, a, it's always a red flag if a trainer doesn't ask you what your goals are. Yeah. I mean, this, this is going like, wait a bit. But it does come up to where mm-hmm. it's literally, they're so on autopilot. You know, maybe they're the busiest trainer in a gym. And you come in there and they seem like they know what they're doing, but they just have something that they're putting everybody on. Yeah. And they're not even paying attention. You're just like assembly line training. Sure. So I always tell people, like, make sure they ask your, maybe sure they want to know questions, ask questions about you and want to know about yeah. you. Like, that's yeah. a good sign. For sure. Because, I mean, even though I said I would disregard the 10 pounds, I do want to hear the goals. Yeah, absolutely. You know? sure. And then yes. I will usually like translate that into what that's going to mean for yeah. our, you know, yeah. movement. I do want to hear where they're at and what they, you know, and, yeah. and we'll get there, but let's focus on how you want to feel. Yes. Right. Um, and, and I think if, if you're a member of a gym and that's how you're finding your trainer, I think it's to watch how they work with someone else oh, that's good. for a bit is very, ins- if they're eating a meal while the client's on the treadmill, <laughs> I mean, things that I've seen, I've been yeah, like, sure. what? Yeah. yeah. Um, or like Guys opening a fucking picnic or, basket over there. Yeah. Or if it is very, you, you can tell that there's, they're not engaged with you. They're not, you know, or you've seen them do the same workout with every single yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Um, like those are, those are kind of red flags. Red yeah. flags. Um, Great. You can feel when someone's deeply, you know, passionate about it and and there's some joy in it and i I don't know i think that you can if if that's the route that you're going if you're finding someone like if you're at your gym and you're maybe i want to pick up a trainer i would say peek at him for a while i love it yeah that's great advice yeah Yeah, that's awesome yeah eugene's been working with the trainer a little bit i have it's nice yeah it's a such a change to like be like okay i'll leave it up to you you know like Mm -hmm. i've been so used to either a group group fitness mentality mm-hmm. or Muay Thai mentality where mm-hmm. it's just like you go in and you train and somebody holds pads and you just kind of like go with the flow to somebody who's like, you know, got me on, you know, some kind of structured program and I'm just like, okay, yeah. yeah. And it feels great and, and you know, very uh, responsive to like what I'm doing and and he can totally tell that like, you know, he can see my mentality of like, he's like, okay, we're going to do, you know, five of these. I'm like, okay. And then he's like, okay, slow down. You know, because I'm like, or then what? Then what? I, yeah. I can do so much more. <laughs> well, and I think that, because I know out there, and I'm not saying this for myself, in general, there are, nowadays, we can access any movement on the planet. You know, any exercise on the planet. We can, but like, it's so different when there's another human there with you. It is so yeah. different. Yeah. And like, I still have my coach. Yeah. I can do all the, di- but like I, there is still learning. There's still gro- also connection. We're in a world that is lacking connection. It's really nice to have someone else to be it really is. engaging yeah. with for an hour. And like, 
again, part of my initial motivation, like we should know how to use these cool things that we're given. Yeah. Like oh, we should yeah. know how to properly, yeah. you know, and I like when I feel uninspired, I go try something brand new. I go, you know, next week I'm starting capoeira. I don't know. I'm just, I'll, I'll be like, Ooh, you're uninspired. You need to be taught. You need yeah. someone else to yeah. tell you what to do. You need to try something new with your body and like fall flat, be a total disaster. Don't have any, I mean, that was actually a big shift in myself as a trainer. Cause I used to, at the place that I, w- I had, I had trained there myself before I started training clients there. And I would do the stuff that I was awesome at. Like, mm-hmm. again, great starting off point. Start with the stuff that's comfy. You know, yeah. sure, do sure. that. But I realized that I was do- I was doing that then because, like, I had a, a rep, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. all ego. I was never going to go in there and, like, do... So it just... It really limited me. So I would just do the same things that I knew were, like, badass. And then one day I was like, no. Because in one of the CrossFit things that I did used to love was they were like, improve your deficiencies. Improve your deficiencies. And I was like... No, like I'm going to keep <laughs> just yeah, yeah, doing yeah, stuff yeah. that I rock at. What are you talking Everybody's about? Everybody's looking at me. I better do the good <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to improve my efficiencies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a big game changer because I went in one day and it was very early on in my training career too. And I was like, you suck at pull-ups. You, you're so bad at pull-ups. You have like super long limbs. Yeah. But they like expect you to be good at pull-ups. I bet they think you can because you're an athlete. Like I had the, and I just started sucking and it was just like, let everything go. What, what are you freaking out about? Their judgment? You're going to be embarrassed. Like, what, what is it that you're freaking out about? Do them horribly. And, like, you know, 30 days later was like, okay, I have, I have pull-ups. Like, what, what I had talked myself into and why I was not, you know, exploring or trying something new, that is what shifted my training business. Right. Then all of a sudden everyone was like, I want to I wanna work with you because they, like, went, oh, I see the process and that you're not just going to always do Right. Does that make any sense? I yeah, totally does. No, yeah. no, it's that white belt mentality you spoke you spoke to earlier. Yeah. Like, if you're not employing that, how can you expect right. anybody mm-hmm. to? And then you doing you doing that connects you to people because Absolutely. you're like, dude, I've fucking been there. Yeah, I'm going. I'm there right now with this other thing I'm trying. Mm-hmm. But that is, the, it's I infectious. Mean, it yeah. is, and even the way that you brought it up now is just like, yeah, that's what it is. I was feeling uninspired and having a connection with somebody because I've been like. You know, so used to recently just being at the, you know, at the gym and like looking at myself in the mirror and doing, you know, Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And I'm just like not used to that and felt uninspired. And yeah, this guy's like, he's holding pads for me, which is also nice. But he recently was just like, have you done jujitsu? I'm like, never. He goes, why not? Let's, you know. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. Why not? I mean, if I'm, if, you know, why not? I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that weird that ego thing. Yeah, you know your ego is there to protect you, protect you, mm-hmm. right? But all it really does is keep you from being yourself. Yeah, sure. Because when you're being run by your ego, you're not being your authentic self at all. Yeah. you're being some fucking version you think people want to see, or you th- you you, know, you think you are, or whatever it is. I and then know. you're like trapped there. <laughs> yeah, it's just so limited. There. <laughs> you don't do anything then. <laughs> no. like, oh oh man. man. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Please do. I, I mean, I don't have anything else other than our, uh, a question for you work-wise. Are you looking for new clients? I mean, are you... Oh, she are doesn't you, have any time. I mean, do you have um, availability for new clients? Or are you locked in? A tiny bit of availability? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I think the cool thing that has been happening are these small groups, um, little, little fight club, uh-huh. um, that I love right now. And, and that's been happening more and more often. Cause it's like two, three, four people maybe. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and, and that's great because there's something fun about 
doing that, especially yeah. like developing this school skill sure. with like one of your loved ones. Um, I have like moms and daughters, and I, I mean it's it's been really interesting to see the the small groups that are creating. Also, then it makes it, it's easier to schedule. Sure. Yeah. You hold each other accountable. It's super fun. So I think that's kind of the focus right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if for people that are listening that are based in LA that want to, um, I mean, would they be able to reach out? and see availability for you please yes yes okay. go to the website go Great. there's also an instagram for it yep. that i don't do much on but you should follow that but your personal <laughs> instagram is great too right yeah yeah because yeah. re- and there's there's a lot of, you know i i do we're gonna start doing maybe a weekly meditation and some sound but like we're gonna use the space for because so again cool. it's it's that's like the number one thing for me is that it is mind, body, and spirit. It is all of them and they are intertwined and you cannot separate them. And like, that's part of why I built it so beautifully. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be a weird punishing space with a bunch of machines. It's, it's overwhelming crazy. and intimidating. Yeah. Like I it mean, needs to be something where you like go there and get to love and honor your body. Yeah. And when we, and when we post this episode, go to our Instagram, which we'll link to uh, Kendra's in- Instagram and the studio's Instagram, but we'll also take some pics of the, I mean, you walk in to the studio and it feels comfortable. It doesn't feel like you are in a gym that you, you know, that, you know, a bunch of dudes have just like ripped apart. Dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, sometimes yeah. you walk into a gym and you're like, some animal ripped this place apart. Well, I that's ripped what I'm used place. to. Like, especially all the fight gyms. Yeah. And there was a part of me that like loved that. Sure. Gym, but like, yeah. Here, here's, a, here's a takeaway because not everybody's going to have access to this gym, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, location time whatever it is but a, a takeaway can be and you you put it perfectly it should be this this beautiful place that you feel inspired yes now if you are going to a gym because you want to take care of yourself and you fucking hate it and you're having to drag your ass to go there find somewhere else mm-hmm. yeah don't go, if you hate it eventually you will stop going mm-hmm. and then that'll be the end of your journey right as opposed to keep looking keep finding something keep even if you have to like make a space it where you live or with friends or whatever it is make it something that you like that you enjoy being there Mm -hmm. and that will really help you continue to show up Mm -hmm. and that you know you may depending on you know your resources and all that kind of stuff because we have everybody everybody listening is in all different stages of their lives so you may have made you have to maybe more more inventive on your end or more creative but it, you are worth it, and so people should try to seek that stuff out, yes. and that'll help them be infinitely more consistent. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. this is like all three of us have managed to continue exercising for a while, and a, a huge part of that was for me was making sure I liked where I was going and who I was around. Yeah, 100%. because if I didn't, I wouldn't go and right. feel inspired, and yeah, uh, and also find the love in yourself that you're worth the work. Yeah. Yeah. And get curious about what you're capable of. Yeah. Like, again, if you're going to one place and it's just, it feels like torture, I bet there's another way your body moves or another different skill that, you know, like, right. I bet that's in there. You're right. So, yeah. like, go explore that until something is like, like this, is, this feels great. This yeah. is exactly yes. how my body wanted to move. Like, I, I know our bodies want to move. Yeah. But, like, you get to discover how yours thrives. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, this has been a long time coming to have her on the podcast, yeah. and we're so happy that you're here. Uh, and we're going to have you on, I feel like a bunch, because I want to just come back to this <laughs> space. <laughs> yeah. You're so uh, welcome if, here. Else. But um, on, uh, besides that, uh, how can people find you? And um, Yeah, do the website, yeah. the Instagrams, all, all that, that stuff. stuff. All right. Um, websites, KendraSmith.com and ForgeStudioLA.com. 
Instagram is at Real Kendra Smith and at Forge Studio LA. Follow both of them. A lot of action over there. Yeah. Forge, F-O-R-G-E. Yes. Not as in in fire. Right. As yes. in your own path ahead. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, one thing we didn't ask you is, are, is there anything that you, uh, do you have goals or you're training towards something right now in, or like in your life? Just no goals. No goals. <laughs> 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 nah. No. Nah. Nah, I'm, go. I'm done. I'm done. Let it go. I think I'm done. You mean is there physically? Yeah, physical yeah, yeah. Goals? Like are you are you working towards um uh like a big run or a competition or anything coming up? <sighs> not a specific like I've I, again this year I'm kind of mixing it up and doing yeah. some new stuff, but there's not like a specific uh, the Capoeira you said yeah. you yes. just mentioned. That's a new thing. Yes, that so. is a new thing. Swimming, throwing that in there, okay? Because you know I run the seven mile. I run, I run swimming's a different beast, and it's something that I'm not awesome at, especially initially. Yeah. And so it's like, let me, let me go, but I, but I want to. You know, you I can die get in the water. I've mentioned this before. You can die in the yeah. You, that's you Eugene's swim. big takeaway. <laughs> that's for my swimming. big takeaway for swimming is like, it's one of those exercises it's elevated where, because you could die. Yeah, doing it. you could die at any point. Mm-hmm. If you stop exercising, you could die. <laughs> Where if you're going on a long run and you stop, you just start walking and you're standing. Yeah. If you stop swimming, you could die. Uh, it's just good science. Just letting you know. It's just, just good science. Just letting you know that there's you know that a... I'm there's learning a, so much. Yeah, there's an extra extra thing at stake there. Also, uh, we want to remind everybody to remember to breathe. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. breathe, you <laughs> die. So keep on breathing. I guess I can have it while you're running, too. Yeah. You can just stop breathing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it depends on how f- fucking granular you want to go with Got it. Got it. I yeah. get it. Okay, okay fine. Um, cool. So you can find her at all those. If you want to find us, the dumbbells, you can do so at the dumbbells on all social meds. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Kendra, we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean, and Live in Between. Get some chicken fish. Chicken fish! Ketchup tacos. That was a hit.